All right, guys, welcome back to the Keto 911 podcast. This is your host, Daniel, your Keto EMT. Um, just as I've been saying for the past couple weeks, it's finally here. The day has finally arrived. I have the esteemed pleasure of welcoming uh, my guest, Mike Joshin, the CEO and owner of the Keto Oven. So let me go ahead and give a little bit of background about my my esteemed guest. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just so excited to have him here. He, just like I said before, he's the founder and CEO of the Keto Oven. He's happy, happily married father of two beautiful girls. He's a serial entrepreneur with proven success in hospitality and real estate. And the best thing, you know, outside of all of that, oh man, you couldn't add to so much more greatness. He recently lost 100 pounds living the ketogenic lifestyle that transformed and maybe even saved his life. Uh, along with those prowess, uh, building the keto oven into a global brand while still holding in the top 5% of real estate professionals in Ontario, Canada. Now, and this man is extremely busy. He's extremely successful. I'm so honored that, to have him here. And um, uh, also along with this, his, uh, his, his bio, um, he's mainly into launching an organization to feed the less fortunate in his community by providing Christmas meals, winter jackets, and boots to those in need. He's an active board member of the local community organizations and the real estate committees. And he's also trained to complete a 100-mile ride. He's primarily on a mission to educate and inspire people to get healthy, get, a- get, get active, excuse me, and be their best. So without further ado, I hope I did your bio justice. I would like to welcome the CEO and owner of the keto oven mike thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today i'm so happy so excited to have daniel you. thank you so much super excited to be with you as well and to be with your audience super excited to be here thank you thank you thank you so um did i did i miss anything <laughs> I, I'm serious, you, you know what you you missed a lot that's still coming so that's that's what's happening okay but awesome. there's still so much more to come um i think life just full of opportunities, right? And and we can never stop growing and, and never stop finding new things to to do. Um, so yeah, as I, as I age and as I get older, I definitely want to add to that as, as much as possible. Awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so let's go into, um, let's just jump right into it. So how were you introduced to the ketogenic process, to the keto lifestyle? Uh, so it was a it was a couple of attempts before I was uh, successfully on to keto. I'll give you a little background. I was uh, I was almost four hundred pounds, um, living this you know really social lifestyle. Um, I come from a real estate background, so lots of entertaining. We you know our house with my wife, we are the entertainer, so we're we're always having people over. We we have big parties at our house and. That, you know, requires a lot of drinking and, and a lot of excessive food. Um, and that was kind of the lifestyle we lived and, and didn't feel good health wise, but um, everything else was mm-hmm. was good. The ego was was being stroked all the time. So that felt really good. Right. Um, right. Right. And then and our daughter was born and, um, you know, there 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 became more of a why to, to lose the weight. And we, we joined the local CrossFit gym and the coach there was uh, amazing. He was uh, an ex professional football player. 
um, got me eating healthy. He never called it keto. He just said, look, you're going to stay away from carbs and sugar. Um, you're going to increase your fats and you know, you're going to see some success. And I was doing it and I wasn't seeing success because I wasn't cutting out fruits. Uh, I was always taught, we're all always taught fruits are good for you. Fruits are healthy. Um, it's sugar, but it's natural sugar. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't listen to these people who say fruits are bad for you. Um, so I never cut out the fruits and I never lost any weight. I was at the gym five days a week, crushing it, just CrossFit, crushing it, you know, um, doing everything he said, except cutting out the fruits and simultaneously. I, so I got injured. Uh, I had, um, uh, pulled a Achilles tendon. Oh, uh, I was pushing so hard. Oh, I was wow. so, you know, wanting to lose this weight. And at the same time I cut out fruits. So now I'm six weeks. I can't go to the gym, but I lost 30 pounds. Because I continued to eat okay. the way he was telling me to eat. I had to take pictures and send them to him. He was holding me accountable to it. I was still paying to, to be his awesome. student. Um, I yes, lost sir. the 30 pounds. I felt great. But then a really good friend of mine who's a vegan um, started to worry me and said, Hey, man, you're going to go into ketoacidosis. You're, you're, have you researched this ketoacidosis? What you're doing is not safe. Yeah. <laughs> so sure enough, I'm, yeah, right, I'm, I'm sure you've heard it. Um, I, yep, I researched yep. ketoacidosis and I got scared. I said, this coach is trying to kill me. <laughs> what? He's trying to kill us. So I went back <laughs> to everybody at the gym and I said, guys, coach is trying to kill us, man. Ketoacidosis. And this guy is crazy. He doesn't yep. know what he's talking about. And, and I went off keto and I went vegan because it, okay. keto was dangerous, right? Um, so I, I right, went vegan right, right, and, um, and I gained 45 pounds. So I lost the 30, I gained it back, and then I gained another 15 pounds. And I was, I was eating five meals a day, um, healthy meals, right? Quote, unquote, uh, bananas and, and apples and, yeah. and grapefruits before I went to bed and, and, you know, doing all of the healthy five meal a day stuff. And um, a friend of mine who's a jiu-jitsu fighter tells me about fasting. And he says, look, man, I'm doing this intermittent fasting. My performance is better. Uh, GSP is even doing it. I've even lost a little bit of weight. You, you should try it. I thought, you're crazy, man. How, how can you go 18 hours a day without food? You got to eat five times a day. Um, so I, I brushed it off. And then one day I was working with a couple of clients of mine. Um, they're in my car. We're driving around to showings. It was dinner time. They were hungry. They were a very fit couple. Um, and I said, guys, you hungry? Yeah. What do you want to eat? And I'm thinking they're going to say something like Subway or Booster Juice or or something healthy. And I said, well, can we go to Burger King? Uh, oh, okay. They're, they're going to cheat. They're having a cheat meal, right? <laughs> um, so we went right, to Burger right, King right. and they ordered a couple of Whoppers each with no bun. And I didn't order anything. Oh, and I okay. thought, oh, what are you guys up to? What are you guys? They said, well, keto. I said, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And I said, guys, that's dangerous. That's ketoacidosis. And they said, no, mm -hmm. no. Keto is very good for you. The ketogenic diet. And we fast. You should listen to Joe Rogan. He talks about it a lot. And I said, okay, yeah. let me, let me, and Joe Rogan's a, you know, reputable source. Let me see what Joe Rogan has to say. So I went on his podcast, listened to him talking to Dr. Dominic D'Agostino. And that was it. I was hooked. One podcast, podcast with that man. And I was absolutely hooked. Started listening to him and Tim Ferriss talking to Dr. Dom, Aubrey Marcus, um, I, that's when I got introduced to the podcast world as well. 
and I've gone full out ever since. Uh, I haven't turned back, and it's been almost four years now. Um, yeah, awesome. yeah, and it's okay. been uh, I don't know long, long story, but it, I just want to show that the road to to keto or weight loss or health is not just a linear line downwards, right? Um, you get introduced right, to something, right. the naysayers tell you it's crazy. And look, when I went keto, mm -hmm. everybody in my circle was telling me that you're crazy, but I knew better because it wasn't just a random person. These were doctors and scientists. Um, you know, the secret was out. Mm -hmm. um, you listen to the doctors and scientists. And when I'm they're in my ear telling me one thing, and then I go for dinner with somebody who's ordering chicken fingers and French fries, uh, uh, right? And they're, yeah. they're, they're having fried calamari as an appetizer. Oh, okay. And they look at me and they say, have you checked your cholesterol levels yet? And I love that. Are you, are you kidding me? Uh, are you like, kidding? I'm like, you, oh, see, see, I love it when the, uh, I love it when the, the, the friends become overnight scientists. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. That's, uh, uh, it, uh, if you don't mind, uh, like I had when uh, my situation was somewhat the same as yours. Uh, when I started uh, with my wife, we she kind of talked about it on our last episode. She she found uh, what was her name, cutting up keto mm -hmm. on uh, on YouTube because we were I'm I'm serious. I, I was pushing three forty at that time. I'm five eleven and all that other nice happiness. I'd have been had the action figure cut body from being in the military, and then I hit an area of depression to where I just gained all that weight. And she was like, "Look, we got to do something." So we saw cutting up keto that kind of turned us in that direction. And then, uh, Dr. Burke, yes, yes. Brilliant, man. And yeah, I'm serious. Like once we started really, really watching and researching, go to his website and everything, printing out documents. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a done You get deal. hooked, you get obsessed. It's, it's, it's the light, right? It, it's a light. It's like, Oh yeah, my God, yeah, you can really is. feel this way by what you eat or what you don't eat. This is just, uh, yeah. it, it was amazing. What a, what a transformation. Um, yeah. I'm serious. Like once, like once I really started, you could just tell the weight starting to come off and then people were like, so what, what can you eat? And I was like, well, I can only eat this, 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 you know, no carbs, no bread, no corn, all the other things that I love to eat and all the other stuff like that. They're like, Oh, well you're, you're just starving yourself. <laughs> that's not, that's not good. For yeah. And I had a, I was at the barbershop and I was explaining to a, to a gentleman who was talking to me about, it. he says, well, my friend is a nutritionist and, and she says that the keto diet mm. is bad. And I'm like, okay, so what did you, how, how did you plan on losing the weight? He was like, oh, well, you know, I just eat fish, you know, and then I, then I'll just do this and I'll just do this. I'm like, okay, so how do you eat the fish? Is it baked fish, you know, pan fried saute? Oh no, I just eat my fried catfish covered in corn. <laughs> And that's that's healthy, right? I'm like, oh, man. yeah. I'm like, I'm like, nothing says anything about how how, how they ch how you change the way that you eat. And when I say, it's, it, I'm serious. This is my, this is what I I live for now. You know, my family was a, my hardest critics because my mom is a, is that soul food mm -hmm. cooking woman. Mm -hmm. My mom and my and my mother in law, my grandmother, my aunts, and then I started telling them I was on keto. And you go to that first black cookout, <laughs> and you the first thing you don't do to a black mom or grandma, you tell them what you're not going to eat. You're in trouble. Man, they, I, yeah. I think I wasn't invited to a few parties because of what I didn't eat. 
I, I stopped getting invited yeah. to some places because I would, everybody would always ask questions and you'd get, you know, some people intrigued and, and the host would, you know, almost get upset or offended mm -hmm. um, because you weren't eating their food or, um, you know, yeah, I'll eat your food. You got barbecue. I'll eat it. Um, I'll eat the salad yeah. that you make. I, you know, don't worry. Um, and, and they'd all, oh, yes. you know, what, what can Mike eat? They would ask my wife, what can Mike eat or what doesn't he eat? I said, listen, cook whatever you're going to cook. And I'll, and I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, you know, I know what yeah. I can and I know what I can't. And I'm not going to overindulge. You don't have to worry about stuffing me. Uh, I, I'm a Middle Eastern and I, I come from Middle Eastern background. It's all about food. Just like going to a, a you know, okay. soul food or a Southern cookout. It's all about yeah. the food. Yeah. Um, and there's plenty yes. of it that you can choose from. You don't have to break keto when you're there. Um, you know, yeah. and it, it's just funny when people, oh, you eat bacon? Yeah, I eat, I eat bacon. Do you eat bacon? Well, yeah, but not that much. So how do you know how much bacon I eat? Well, you're keto. And I yeah. said, yeah, but I'm still like healthy. I, I eat bacon, but no more than you do. And I said, you know the difference? When I eat bacon, I eat yeah. bacon and eggs. When you eat bacon, you eat bacon, eggs, home fries, toast, glass of orange juice. Yeah. You, you know, you eat all of the yep. above. But when I eat bacon, I just eat mm -hmm. bacon and eggs. And they kind of just look yeah. at me with this puzzled look. And I said, I'm not drinking the bacon juice when I fry it. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> and that's what they think we do. Yeah, they like... think we drink the bacon juice. Yeah. Um, so there's a, too much misconception it. about it. And, and and I think where it comes from is, you know, more superstition, the, the less that they hear from the horse's Correct. mouth. And, the, you know, and that's just the same thing with anything that I'm a part of. You know, I, I get all the the conspiracy theories about things i'm like here just 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 mm -hmm. ask me yeah just ask i said i rather you i rather you hear it from the horse's mouth i said i'm i'm not one that just follows blindly i said i've done the research i said just tell me and then they start to ask the questions i'm like no we're not we're not just doing it i'm not just sitting up here with poor yeah, exactly 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 i'm like you have to balance it out you have to have your vegetables i'm like you can't do keto if you don't eat veggies you know and and really just not be successful with it if you're doing strict if you're doing it completely strict all the time you can't be but it's, it's, it's very it, my theory is unless you, unless you have um, an autoimmune disease or you have a, a, you know a medical right. reason why you're doing keto if you're doing it just for overall health right. or weight loss um, and I'm going to use the term loosely when I say here you can break keto right. Um, and when I break yeah. keto, you go over your carbs for the day, or maybe you indulge. Um, maybe you're at a yeah. party, you're feeling good. You want an award, whatever reason, because food does, you know, when you eat, it stimulates the endorphins and, and it, and it feels good when you eat something sugary or, uh, or, you know, something deep fried or some, whatever, whatever your vice is right with food. Right. Um, it's not to say never have it again. Um, if I'm in Italy, right. I'm going to eat pasta. Right. If, if I'm in France, yeah, I'm going to eat yeah. a baguette. So uh, I'm not yeah. crazy, but 99% of the time um, I'm watching what goes into my system. At the same time I went keto, I was right. working with a life coach as well. Um, so I, I brought okay. on a new life coach and, and the guy was, was absolutely amazing. And we went through an exercise and took me through, you know, how do you look at food? And you know, I looked yeah. at food, at least I thought I, I looked at food the right way. And I was completely wrong with the way I looked at food. And after going through that exercise at all, it was all kind of 
you know, harmoniously came together perfectly. Um, we, we also did it. Yeah. And I think you can't just go, you know, I know some younger people who struggle with their weight and their parents talk to me yeah. and say, can you talk to my son or can you talk to my daughter? And I said, look, I didn't do this until I was 37 years old. Your child is 19 yeah. or 22. It can't just be talk to them and do it. It doesn't work like that. There has to be a why. There's right. got to be a right. reason for it. Um, yeah. And my why was bigger than myself. It was my daughter. And right, I looked yeah. around and, and we went through another exercise, the coach, and he says, well, what's your why in life? Why are you doing anything in life? Like what's your, and, and my daughter was, and one of the things was I want to, um, you know, walk her down the aisle and I want her to have kids. I want to have grandkids and sit with them in our beach home in Newport beach, California. That's another one of my dreams. Um, and watch my grandkids play yeah. in the sand. But when I looked around, I didn't see many grandfathers that were 400 pounds. You just don't live that long when you're that big, your, your heart can't take it. So it was a why that was just much bigger than me. And it all happened at the right time. Yeah. And that's the same thing along with me, you know, I can, I can, I can, you know, piggyback on that one. Say it was, it's, it's our, my mm-hmm. kids, you know, I, I posted a picture of my before and after my I son saw that. was born and I, and I was, you know, just to imagine how big I was. And I, I looked back at what I was eating wow, and yeah. doing and where, where my kids were a little bit older. Uh, right before we did it, I was having sleep mm-hmm. apnea. When I was sitting uh, before I became EMT, I had a desk job working at a, uh, uh, I worked for a private insurance doing a state Medicaid and also and and then insurance plans. So I was the bad guy when you when you got a bad when you got a bill from the insurance. So Stressful. sitting there at my desk, my heart rate was one hundred twenty. Wow. wow. Sitting. And I would have migraines every other week. Attitude was. Horrible because I was sugar high, sugar lows. Out after at a desk job, I'd come home and sit down and be ready to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fall asleep on the couch because my my health was so bad. And my wife was like, "We can't do this. We 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 just can't." I'm like, "I can't even play with the kids without getting winded. I have I'm have you know my clothes are too big. I didn't like the way that I looked." And then one of my one of my good friends, his name is Chris Comstock. He looked at me because I remember when my son was first born, he says, look, you have to answer to your creator for them. So if you're not there to be there for them in the best way possible, mm-hmm. you know, you only you only have yourself to blame. And that stuck with me ever since they were born. So it, I came about to where I had to take that into my hands and make that change. And to caveat what you were saying about not that many 400 pound grandfathers. The when we were in training to be an EMT, one of the first things that they told us before we even got to learning skills was how to lift people, mm-hmm. how to how how to care for your back, because he said America's patients, especially in Texas, are not small mm-hmm. people no more. They're getting heavier, <clears throat> and Americans are getting extremely heavier every year. And when I say in the twelve-hour shift on an ambulance. I've moved people who weigh 300 pounds plus all day long, mm-hmm. you know, and then when you, when you do their history and background, you know, they can run through high blood pressure, diabetes, hypertension, 
and like 90%, 90, 95% of the patients that I picked up, those are the top three things. You know, they were on lisinopril to help them with cholesterol. I'm saying it was mm-hmm. a whole mm-hmm. bunch and it just seemed like there's got to be something better with this. This is, this is, this is the pandemic before COVID Correct. hit. Big pandemic and still is the largest pandemic. Yeah. And so many people dying from it. You know, they know the cure. You just got to change your mindset. Like you said, find, find your, your why. why. And, and mindset has to be in line because, you know, I, yeah. I have a, a, a funny story. Um, not so funny, but it's funny now. Uh, I can tell it when I was when I was younger, I was I was always a big guy. And uh, I, I was in my early 20s and I was living at home still with my with my family, my parents. And um, I went to the bathroom early in the morning and threw my back out while I was in the bathroom and could not oh, wow. get up for the life of me. Just could not move. And nobody was home. And all I wanted was a muscle relaxant to relax my back so I could start to move. And nobody was around. I literally crawled from the bathroom, not even crawled. It was an army crawl. I was, I was, my belly was rubbing on the ground um, to get to my bedroom, to get to my phone. So I can call my brother, my mother, my sister, my friend, who I called everybody. Nobody answered. I just needed somebody to come home to get me a muscle relaxer. And I ended up calling 911. And and I said, I just yeah. need a muscle relaxer. Um, I, I don't need to go anywhere. And the ambulance came. Um, so the, the door was unlocked, thankfully. We, we grew up. We didn't lock our doors. We do now. But um, the, 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 right, the no, ambulance right. came. They came inside. They saw me on the floor. Here's this big, large human on the floor. And there was two paramedics. And they kind of looked at each other. They looked at me. And they said, dude, we can't lift you. And our stretcher is not big enough for you. We need to call the fire department. Oh, wow. I thought, you got to be kidding me, right? They said, yeah, we, we can't. There's no way. So they called the fire department. So now I got an ambulance. I got two fire trucks outside mm-hmm. my house coming to get me on a stretcher to take me to the hospital so they can, you know, they can't just administer the pill, right? Um, they have to take me to the hospital. Right, right. An ambulance right. and two fire trucks mm-hmm. because I was that big. They needed that many guys to lift me and needed a stretcher. But it still wasn't enough because I had no why. I was, you know, in my early 20s, I was partying. I was, I was having a good time. There was whatever. It was a back, back my back went out and I'll, I'll get better. You know that my back has not gone out in four years. I have not experienced sciatica in the last four years since I've gone keto. I used to get sciatica nerve all oh, the wow. time. Um, I have not had any of those issues, thankfully, in the last four years. Um so, you know, wow, even after awesome. that, it wasn't enough, but my why. So I think the why, along with the mindset, um, has to be in the right spot. Um, you know? Yeah, you're right. Super important. Yeah, so that way, one, you know, as long as you have that why, your goals are going to be reached. The mentality, because, okay, so let's, let's, go, let's go this route with mm. the why. What are some of the things that you liked about going into the keto process and some of the things that you just, that you kind of loathed while, while your body was adjusting to the ketogenic process? So I, I got lucky in that I didn't experience the keto flu. Um, I just, okay. the first couple of days, man, maybe I was a little bit 
tired. Um, but it was uh-huh. it was June. It was barbecue season, and and I, I didn't start fasting right away. So when when I went keto, right. I just went keto. I didn't um, sort of the the, the fasting. I, I heard about it, but then I dismissed it because I was so focused on keto. So I was still doing the five meals a day uh, mentality. Um, so I, I would have, you know, breakfast, we would boil a couple of eggs for a snack for lunch. I would carry some macadamia nuts, uh, protein bars, or, you know, the keto protein bars. There weren't, there weren't many yeah. back then. Now there's, there's, there's a whole lot of them, which are great. Um, right. Oh but yeah. I, I would still eat the five mm-hmm. meals a day and didn't really feel tired. All I know is that I woke up, I think maybe on the fourth day and my mind was so clear. I was just like, holy shit. I, I, I feel, yeah. I feel amazing. <laughs> what, what, what is this? Yeah. Uh, I, and it was just, Oh, right. That, that moment. Um, and, and, and I, yeah. then I couldn't stop preaching about it to people. I couldn't stop talking about it. I just became obsessed right from the start four days in. Um, and I guess when I did it with my coach prior to that, I was still eating the fruits. So I didn't experience, you know, ketosis. Right. Um, yeah. So as soon as I experienced it, I thought, whoa, this is, this is amazing. And I just couldn't stop preaching it to everybody. Um, and the, the, the challenge was social settings because at home you have control, right? Um, and, and the challenge right. was, and within the first month or so, uh, we had a poker game and all the guys get together to play poker. And when you get together with the guys to play poker, there's, there's beer and there's, there's, there's soda and there's chips and there's pizza and there's, there's everything that you're not supposed to eat. Right. Um, so I went to that poker game and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do it tonight. Uh, I'm just going to focus on today and I'm, I'm going to see if I can do it. Um, because we always use the excuse before about, Oh, it's Saturday. Oh, it's poker with the guys. Oh, it's my birth. It's my friend's mm-hmm. birthday. Oh, it's, you know, Wednesday night and we got a babysitter. There's always something different. Look, I know a lot of people. I'm sure you know a lot of people. I know I have 50 birthdays a year that I would have to attend. I'm not going to have 50 pieces of cake a year, right? So I I can't use that Mm -hmm. anymore. I need to to be stronger than this. And you know what? Tonight I'm not going to cheat at this poker game. And I went to the game, 10 guys, and – they were all just, you know, eating. Not all of them, because there's a couple of guys in the group that are that are healthy, right? Um, so, yeah. At the end of it all, they're sitting around. Their bellies are bloated. They can't breathe. They're like, "Oh my god, mm-hmm. I feel like shit." And I'm just looking at them, and I got this big smile on my face, and I'm like, "Guys, I'm ready to go for a jog. Who <laughs> wants right? to go for a jog?" And like, "Are you nuts?" And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, but I feel, yeah, I feel good." good. So. I drove mm-hmm. one of uh, one of the guys home after, and he's sitting in my passenger seat. He's just, oh man, he's looking at me, and he says, "Mike, man, fuck, you did it, dude. You didn't, you didn't cheat." And I'm like, "No," and I feel amazing. How do you feel? He says, "I feel like shit, man. I want to puke." And I'm like, yeah. "I used to feel like that too," and I don't. And when I went yeah. home, I put my head on the pillow, and I still had a big smile, and I said, "You did it. You did it, man. That's if you can do that, you can do it again." Yeah. And, 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 and then I yeah. did it the next day. And, I, and that's what taught me just day by day. Don't focus on, you know, 
a week or I got to do this for a week or I got to do this for 10 days. No, 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 just one day at a time. Um, and, and that was really, so I didn't have the keto flu. I didn't have the challenges that a lot of people say they have. Well, my wife gets the keto flu really bad, um, really, really bad. But once she breaks the flu and she gets into it, she feels amazing. Um, right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm lucky in that way. That's great. That's great. Okay. So how, okay. So I know, I think, I believe you said that your wife didn't start keto along with you. She's, she's been doing it now. Uh, how long has she been on the keto? Uh, trick question. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> she, she went keto with me in the beginning. Um, it felt amazing. She lost okay. uh, 30 pounds um, about the same. And then we got pregnant okay. with our second daughter. Um, and then, okay. Okay. You know, it's challenging because you have the medical community um, and you have everyone around you telling you that this is bad and that, you know, when you're pregnant, you shouldn't do keto. And when you're breastfeeding, you shouldn't do keto. And my answer to them is that doesn't make sense. So because I'm pregnant or I'm breastfeeding, I should eat sugar and bread. All, all you're really doing yeah. is cutting out sugar and bread. That can't be bad for you. That can't be bad for your yeah. baby. That can only be good for your baby if you're cutting out sugar and bread, right? Yeah, because it just... Yeah, yeah you're, you're eating clean. You get all the good, clean nutrients. That come exactly. Straight, straight from the mom directly exactly. to the baby. But you can't argue the cravings, and you mm -hmm. can't argue sort of how that goes. And they're, you know, the hormones are different, and I can't speak to what it's like. So... Um, she kind of went off and on and, and it's kind of since then our daughter's two now she's been off and on. So she'll go keto, feel great, go off keto, go keto, feel great, go off keto. So she's kind of been off and on. Um, and I, I, what I like is that she's more on now than she was off before. Um, so we're, we're getting yeah. to a point where the, the stretches of being on are longer than the stretches of being off. And, and again, it's not, it's, it's mindset. So it's nothing I can say or or, or do I can do because I can lead by example, right? Um, but it's nothing that I can right, say right, that exactly. it's going to make her or my children or anybody around me. It's just it has to be their time and it has to be their mindset that does it. So, yeah, um, she's not yeah. full on keto, but um, she eats pretty clean. Um, our our kids are not. I think your next question might be about the kids. Um, they're not full yeah. on keto because they're kids they're they're five and two yeah. um they have their cousins they they go to grandma's house grandma's gonna give them uh, you know the chocolates and stuff and you, you can't oh, say yeah. no and you can't go back oh, yeah. home and then do the high fat because you can't you can't do the two right yeah. so you can't do the high fat for keto and right. then cheat yeah. with some sugar mm -hmm. and think it's okay because you'll you'll obviously gain weight and that's why i think where a lot of people make mistakes is that, well, I'm keto five days a week, and I'm going to cheat on the weekends. Well, your cheat on the yeah. weekends is going to destroy see, you. Yeah, you're, you're, I'm serious. This, just the reset of, of having to get knocked out of keto to come back in, this is, is, that's just it's torture. That's torture. It takes five days to get back in. Why would yeah. you knock yourself out? Right? It's, yeah. It, it, yeah. And that's what – but it, and with my our kiddos, uh, they're seven and six. We, they're 15 months apart. Uh, they've been on us badly, especially me. If I'm going, if I'm making something, my son, my son, like that is that keto. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
It is. And then if I'm grabbing something that I should be grabbing, just trying to get get through the fridge to get to them, I'm like, Daddy, that's not keto. My daughter, ooh, that's the enforcer nice, right there. Nice. Hand on the hips, neck work, that neck roll working. Like, Daddy, you know you that is not keto. Mm-hmm. You better put that back. I'm like, so, so you don't want your sandwich? She's like, oh, well, yes, I want my sandwich. But yeah, with them, we just try to give them the healthy options, veggies, yeah. of course, and everything like that, to where they're not going to be on keto because their bodies are still growing and they're processing and going through food. Yeah, like, they, like, they need it. Like it's a nice, Plus, well-balanced diet. Um, yeah. You know, the, I, I think low, low carb, low grains. We don't, we don't make rice at home. Uh, we'll, we'll make cauliflower rice and the kids will eat that. But if we're at grandma's house, they're going to eat rice. Um, right. They're, they're going to eat a sandwich. They're going to eat the chocolate. If, if, but when we're at home, <laughs> most of the time, and they're going to, we want to give them fruits. Um, so, you know, we give them select fruits. It's not five fruits a day. Like the recommendation is, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's five yeah. or six fruits a week. Um, it, it's vegetables, it's salad. Yeah. And it's not, it, so my daughter's five and a half. We let her make the choice. Uh, we're teaching her to make the choice. Um, she sees what daddy awesome. eats. She sees what mommy eats. And we let her make the choice. And the choice that she makes are good when she's at home because we don't bring in the junk. I think if you bring in right. the junk and you let them make the choice, well, they're going to choose the chocolate and the chips. and um, Right? So don't bring it in and then say, okay, child, make the choice. So now their choice is yeah. between fruits and vegetables. And, um, you know, uh, we might bring in some healthy snacks and stuff. Of course, you got to have the snacks. And then they make the right choices. And then when we go out, again, make the choice. If somebody's offering you something, well, do you want your stomach to hurt or not? If you don't want your stomach to hurt, right. then make the healthy choice. But know that if you eat too much of that, your belly's going to hurt. And we make them conscious of it. So after she does it, we ask her, how do you feel? Oh, my belt, my stomach hurts. Yeah. Well, that's because of the choices you made. And then we make yeah. her conscious of it. So now she says, oh, I'm just going to eat one because my belly is going to hurt me after. Right. Now she's eating yep. salad with us at dinner time. She's, she's five and a half when she just started to eat salad. Or before she would never touch it. We would, you know, we'd give her the vegetables, the broccoli or the, the cauliflower. And a, but the salad she never ate. Mm-hmm. And now she eats oh, it. Okay. Now she says, can you put me salad? Oh, beautiful. So now she eats salad. Mm-hmm. And we never forced it on her. And I think that's important is you got to let the child make the choices, right? My two-year-old is different. We make the yeah. choices for her. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at your kid's age and, and you know, my kid, you got to let them make the choice and just be conscious of how they feel after they eat. You know, that's right there. You can put a pin in that. That's like the perfect best family family advice out there like seriously that is awesome that is awesome so real quick uh i know you you reached you already lost over 100 pounds how long did it take you to reach that goal and are you done um i'm not done because so the one thing in my you mentioned in the beginning is i want to do a hundred mile ride um and, and, and right. so I'm not, I'm not done. I don't know if I'll ever be done because I always want to achieve more. That's just who I am. Um, as far as the, the weight loss um, journey goes, 
yeah, sure, I'd like to lose more. I'm not trying to get a six-pack. Like, I'm 42 years old. Um, I, I'm not trying to get on the cover of any magazine or, you know, hang out with a beach bot. I'm a dad now, so, um, it, you know, things are a little different. Right, Priorities right. are different. I feel great. I feel yes. amazing. Um, I can shop at normal stores anymore. I don't have to go to the big and tall store. Um, right, which is oh, for yeah. me, you know it, right? Man. It's it's huge to be able to just go yes, to a regular store and browse. Um, so yeah. I've reached a goal in in that sense. Do I would I like to lose more weight? Yeah, would I like to shed another thirty pounds? Of course I would. Um, but my focus now is on getting stronger, um, building more stamina, um, being able to jog. I, I still can't jog. Um, being able to go for a hundred mile ride. I do about 50 miles now. Um, next year I'll do a hundred. Um, right. Oh, so I, yes, so my mother lives about 10 miles from me. And last year in 2019, I remember riding the bike to her house mm -hmm. and I, I was exhausted. I was just kaput. And even the neighbors, they looked at me, they're like, you rode your bike here? And I'm like, yeah, they're like, how long did it take? I said, about 40 minutes. They're like, you got to ride home? I said, no, 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 no. My wife's coming to pick me up. I called her. She's coming to pick me up, right? <laughs> and I would be on the couch with my mom. And she's like, you okay? You got to get your water. I'm like, yeah, mom, I can't breathe. Bring me some water. Um, and now I can, I can walk to my mom's house. I, I ride over there, and it's just a little oh, quick wow. start. I do five times that. Um, and we still want to go more, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so I think, yeah. have I reached my goal? No. I, I've reached the goal that I set a couple of years ago, yes. But I'm always setting new ones, and I'm always trying to progress and get better. Um, so, but I'm happy, right? I'm happy. I'm not, I'm not, yes. I'm, yes. riding 100 miles is not going to make me happy um, or happier. I'm happy now that I can ride 50. I was happy that when I made it to my mom's house at 10 and my wife picked me up and drove me back. Um, so to answer the question, have I reached my goal? No, because I think the end goal is, you know, we're six feet under, right? That's, that's, we, we don't stop until yeah. then. That's awesome. See, that's the, see, that's the mindset. Live the best, live the best that you can, the healthiest you can until your 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 time on this world is is, yeah. is over. Giving your children, giving your families the best of you, the best time, the best of you, health wise, instilling in them the the same awesome moral morals and virtue uh, virtues to help you know pass keep keep the generation, keep the family going. So that's that's, that's amazing, I don't, man. I'm... It's huge. It's important. Yeah. It's 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 super important to to, to keep. Yeah. and I I wouldn't have yeah. been able to be the father I am now or the husband I am now um, to my family, if I wasn't keto or if I didn't lose the hundred pounds, um, you picking up both my daughters off the ground, like squatting down, grabbing them both, you know, yeah. and, and standing up with them. It's five years ago. Yeah. No, I couldn't pick myself up off the ground if I got into a squat. Um, and, and now I'm picking up both of them. Uh, it's just, and, and that's more fun for them, right? They, they don't, they don't yeah. know. They know just play, play with, with daddy. daddy. Yeah. I can get down on the ground and roll around with them. And um, that's super important. So now um, I have my daughter 
doing exercise with both of them. So I got them a couple of uh, yoga mats. Um, we, we come downstairs. Okay. So we, we have basements. You, know, you guys have basements in Texas? You don't have um, not every house does. Some of the older pre nineteen fifties houses okay. do, and but they're kind of, they're kind of used like storm shelters. I hear since we got yes. we're prone okay. to tornadoes. So we we have full basements that are living spaces. So you know we have kitchens and bedrooms and oh, wow. you know nine foot ceilings and um, so our basements are pretty much the same size as the main floor, um, bathrooms and and everything. So we we have a full basement downstairs. We head downstairs and I turned it into. We used to rent it out. Um, and bring in some income. And uh, we said, you know what, we need the space. Uh, when COVID hit, that, well, that was really, you know, hard to just, mm-hmm. you know, be cooped up all the time. And um, so we, we, we yeah. asked the tenant to, to move out and we took over the basement and I set up a little studio, a little gym. So I got an indoor trainer for my bike because the, we're getting the cold weather now and you can't really be riding outside for a few months and I don't want to stop riding. Um, and I got some yoga mats, and now my daughter comes downstairs with me. In the summertime, we were out walking, and she we used to go for walks together and, and stuff. But now she comes downstairs with me and, and trains with me. So we'll put on family CrossFit, and we'll we'll do CrossFit together. And I just, you know, go at your pace, sweetheart. If you got to take a break, you got to stop because I can't go through the whole video without, you know, taking a break. I, I yeah. can't just take the breaks when they say I, I got to take my own breaks too. So. Um, it's, it's amazing because, and then the little one who's two years old comes down and she's with us. She's not doing the exercises. Um, but she's, she's running around in between our legs and and getting through it. And then my wife will come down and she'll join us. So it's a whole family thing. Um, and, and that's, what's really exciting about it is that the family is involved. Um, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Just true. And we wouldn't have done that five years ago. Five years ago, are you kidding? Let's watch TV as a family, which we still do, right? We have our movie nights, but yeah. it wouldn't have been the same. I, I like this healthy lifestyle more, and I like what we are instilling into our children, um, right? Right, yes, and, and, and yes, you look around at you know kids who are active. Usually, the parents are pretty active, um, and, and kids that are sedentary, yeah. their parents are usually pretty sedentary. So, what's the the saying? If you don't come from a healthy family, make sure a healthy family comes from you. That's the first time I've heard that, and that is profound and deep on so many levels. That is a yeah. I got goosebumps saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like seriously, like, whew, that is so yeah. That just yeah, that comes over you. That's so deep. I gotta tell my wife that. That is so that may that's that but that's so just true. so true. Yeah. You know, you gotta and that's and that's the thing with kind of like the generational issues, you know, hypertension, high blood pressure, diabetes, eventually the, it has to stop and 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 the healthy part of it has to start with you to break it so that way it can continue on and everybody can live fuller lives. Well, so it. wow. I if if anybody I'm sitting right there, <laughs> I'm right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember. I'd love to so I'd love okay. to credit the source. I can't remember where it came from, but um, I'm, I'm not taking any credit for it. Uh, I just forget who the source was. But that's awesome, though. But still, that's that's extremely profound. That's something that really just needs to be said more and more and more. Okay, so real quick, we're just gonna take a quick break from our uh, and get a message from our sponsor. Man, I'm I'm enjoying. 
all every minute every second of this conversation and i just can't wait to come back in for the second half mike i appreciate you so uh to our uh the kill 911 fans we'll be right back after this short break <laughs> i'm just uh, it's just it's been such an amazing experience this morning i i can't thank you enough mike for taking the time out of your busy schedule and jumping on this podcast episode with me man it's, it's been it's, thank you I'm like thank I said, you, like I told you. told my listeners, I'm not a pro at this. I'm I'm still I'm still a student in the game of life. So we all are. We all are. I don't claim to be a pro either. We're all still students, and that's that's the important piece is that we're always learning. Uh, if you ever think you're at the top of the game, you're so wrong. Um, right? You have to always learn. You have to always be a student, and I think that's the mistake that we make. And, and people blame millennials and they want to say, it's millennials. Well, every generation was the same. Every generation, when they were in their 20s, they thought yeah. they knew everything. Don't blame the millennials for thinking they know everything. Um, they know a lot more than we did when we yeah. were in our 20s, um, right? So we have to give them credit for that. But I think you get to a certain point in life where you realize, I think you don't know shit. Yeah. Really. <laughs> you don't know shit. And that's when you start to learn. Um, when you when you can realize that, and that and like it's all a part of growth. If you if you feel like you know everything, you have no room to improve, and that's where a lot of the fail the failures exactly. and the shortcomings come. So, you know, I got to areas where I plateaued. Have I fell off before and badly fell off before? Yeah, you know, it's just that you it goes back to your why, it goes back to that mentality, it goes back to that discipline on getting back on the ball and going forward. So, we got a good. In our first half, we got a good opportunity to get to know you, your 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 journey, uh, the, the fun aspects about it, some some good background. So now I would love if 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 it's all right with you, can we talk about the keto oven? Yeah, so I would love to. I'd love to. My so my how venture. Did we, how do we get there? What was the inspiration uh, to start it? And let's let's dive in. All right. Um, so. Backstory again. Um, we're now me and my wife are keto for a you know few months in, and we are both foodies. And we have a food background. We used to own a restaurant, um, and I come from a food. And before I got into okay. real estate, I used to manage uh, hotels and food and okay. beverage manager, and um, spent twenty years in the hospitality industry. Um, so food was always always our background. And my wife said, you know, if I'm going to stay keto, um, I need to eat pizza. I need yeah. to eat pasta. I need to eat bread. Um, I, I can't give these things up. And I said, well, then figure out how to make them. <laughs> because there's ways. You look online and there's yeah. ways you can make them. Um, I would go into the grocery or health food stores and look for ready-made keto stuff. And they would look at me yeah. like I was an alien. <laughs> keto. Oh no, don't do that. Keto, that's dangerous. I thought, okay, I'm not talking yeah, to you. I'm yeah. out of here. Um, so we knew there was no way you can buy anything. So she started playing around with some pizza recipes and some bread recipes and was like, oh man, this is this okay, is good stuff. Okay. Um, this, this is really good. So friends would come over, as I said, we were the entertainers and they would come over and we'd feed them the stuff. And a couple of our friends had gone keto and so they were... You know, the ones who went keto, we, we formed a deeper bond yeah. with them, I guess, um, right? Because we, we saw the lights yep. together and it almost became an ideology yeah. for us. Um, 
right? And, and, and sort of go off track, but one of them had diabetes, uh, was diagnosed with diabetes and fatty liver and went to the doctor and the doctor says, oh, you're diabetic, um, you need to go see this nutritional, you got to go for mm -hmm. nutritional counseling. Went to nutritional counseling and the counselor is saying, well, you got to eat fruits and, um, you know, eat this. And, and so he put his hand up and he said, um, I, I'm confused. Fruits have yeah. sugar. Isn't, aren't I trying to get my sugars under control? Should I really exactly. be eating fruits? Um, she says, well, yeah, it's natural sugars. He says, well, what about keto? No, 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 don't do keto. The nutritionist yeah. blew her lid. So, you know, he was over the, the phone weekend and telling me the story. And he's like, yeah, I choose to go keto because it makes more sense. What you're saying makes more sense. Um, and within a month or two months, uh, went to the doctor and diabetes gone, fatty liver gone. Doctor says, How, how'd you do it? This is, I went keto. So, sorry to go off track, no, but just a small no. story. Um, but he, right? Um, so, he was eating our food and loved it, and everybody loved it. And because I was so into online, you know, the keto community, I a post on a, one of our local community Facebook okay. pages popped up, and it was one of the community members asking about, hey, where can I get keto food? I've gone keto. And I can't find any keto food in the stores. Anybody know? Anybody in the area who yeah. sells keto? And I, I said to my wife, I said, you know, this might be an opportunity to sell some of these pizzas to our local okay. community. People are looking for it. The opportunity might be there. You're, I was busy in real estate. She was staying at home with our first child and she was bored um, and she wanted something to do. Um, because her, she wasn't busy enough, right, right? With, yeah, with having a baby. Right um, so, yeah, so, and we had the basement. We weren't renting it out okay. at the time. And she figured, well, we'd make a few pizzas here. We'll put them online. We'll sell them to the local community. Um, and, and it's a little part-time gig for her. And she loves cooking, so it awesome. makes sense. Awesome. So I said, I'll help you out. I'll create the website. Um, I'll, I'll go, I'll do the social media stuff because that's, I'm, I'm good at that. I've been learning it for the past 10 years in real estate anyways. Um, so let's do it. So I created a site, um, did some online stuff, put out a social media post and boom, it was getting oh, so man. much attraction. People were like, where can we get it? Where can we get it? How do you deliver? Huh? And I said, honey, this is a little yeah. bit bigger than we think. Um, I, can you handle making, you know, 10 pizzas a day instead of one or two? She says, yeah, we can do that. And then somebody said, where do you make your pizzas? And I thought, oh, people are going to question now where we make our pizzas. We can't tell them in the yeah. basement of our house. We need to find a commercial kitchen to do this in. We need to have a HACCP plan. We need right. to have insurance. If we're going to do this, let's exactly. do this properly. Let's not just, you know, it's a little bit bigger than that. So we found a space and then a retailer reached out to me and said, hey, customers are coming in asking for your product. Will you wholesale oh. it to us? We're not, oh, okay. And this wholesale. is all within a month. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll wholesale yeah. it to you. That's cool. So we, we found the commercial kitchen. We went in there. We, we'd make 100 pizzas. Um, we, we, we had the, some retailers that we were selling it in and I was doing the yeah. Facebook stuff. And then my wife was pregnant with the second child and we're a couple of months into it. And I'll, I'll never forget one of the other guys, which it was a shared kitchen from the other businesses 
comes over with a chair and he gives it to my wife and he says, I think you need to sit down. She was popping out. She's like oh, seven geez. months pregnant. She was a big, it was a big pregnancy. And I thought, oh my God, what am I, what are we doing yeah. here? She's seven months pregnant. She can't, this is, she can't yeah. be here. Um, and, and would leave at five o'clock to rush home to get her other daughter from school, sit in traffic, drop her off at her mother's house, uh, and then rush back to be with me in the kitchen. And we'd be there till midnight. Um, like, you know what? You, you have to, you, you go, mm-hmm. stay home, worry about the child, worry about the pregnancy. That's a lot more important than right, what we're right. doing here. I'll, I'll do this. And it kind of just grew organically into this bigger business. And here we are now, because I said, if I'm going to do this, I'm not going to do it small. Let's, let's do it. If we're going to do it, there's a lot of interest. People are excited about it. People were messaging me on Facebook saying how easy I've made their life um, by having these. So we started coming out with ready-made meals and pastas that were keto friendly and breads. Um, So, you know, we're getting these messages and I thought, I can't give up now. I got to go at this full force. So we, we got a branding agency. We created a new brand. Um, and now we're reaching, we're almost reaching globally. So we're across Canada. Um, we're uh, in every province. Uh, we're coming down into the U.S. Okay. by the end of this month, early January. We're going to be available online orders in the U.S. So you'll be able to go to the ketoweven.com. Uh, you can go there now, check out the website. You'll see the products that we're going to be launching with. But you can't order yet. We're not set up to to ship um, yet. But hopefully by next month, we'll be set up to ship. Um, and we got our sales force down there. We have our distribution. Everything's set in place. And we're going to start distributing. You'll be able to get us online, get us in grocery stores. Um, and I've had brokers from the Middle East, brokers from Europe, reach out, want oh, to wow. carry our products over there. Um yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's moving. And I, I would not have been able to do this if I didn't have the energy and mental yes, focus that yes, keto brings me. There's, there's no way I would have been able to do this before. Um, so it's just grown because the need is there. There's no ready to eat products. There's nothing in a box on a shelf in a store that you can buy that's keto. Like when I say, right. when I say, uh, I don't mean to cut you off or anything. Like down here in in Texas, before I say a good time before we even really kind of started keto, just like you said, there's really just nothing there. You know, we learned about the intermittent fasting. We we changed up how we shopped and everything like that. And you know, we had MCT oil for when we made our bulletproof coffee. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, and then once we really started getting into it, really, really, really going, 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 going. The almighty corporate world decided slim fast. Now keto. They uh-huh. slap keto uh-huh. on it. And then Nutrisystem yeah. or Beach Body Fitness. We now have we're keto friendly. It just seemed like, okay, it's gotta be something going on right now. To where now everything big corporate is starting to say we're keto. When you read the ingredients, they're really, really they're not. They're you not, know, they're yeah. just I feel because yeah. people are starting to go that realm and they're they're losing money because they're losing subscribers you know to their products mm-hmm. to where now there's a uh, we have a couple of stores that we go to they're uh, pretty much natural and organic stores uh, one of them is natural grocers the other one is uh, drug emporium and uh, sprout to where they have keto sections 
Mm-hmm. And I mean everything from unsweetened cocoa or, you know, purely natural chocolate uh, without any sweeteners, almond flour, MCT oils, keto snacks, like uh, uh, dang bars. And I found that um, <clears throat> um, Natural Grocers last night that they even have the good, what's it, good loving? Good loving bars to where I've had those before and they're really, really good and they're clean, they're clean, clean ingredients for keto mm-hmm. to where now it's really, and they're even, or some places here are having keto classes to where they're really trying to, trying to push that along. And even, even, I'm serious, it's becoming a huge, 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 huge thing here. It's always been here, but now that people are really starting to, it's starting to spread like wildfire. A lot of, a lot of uh, companies are trying to, throw in their, you know, throw their hat into the ring. I'm just trying to teach the, my friends who are asking me about it, uh, especially the ones in the Facebook group I created, you know, read the labels. Don't just grab it when it just says keto or, or anything like mm-hmm. that. You got to take the opportunity to read it and, and make sure the ingredients are clean. But just to say, I have seen your website for the keto oven, and my goodness, I showed my wife. It, look, whenever it, I'm, re- we're ready. <laughs> we set, we set aside <laughs> funds to make sure that we get these products because they look so good. I can just imagine. Look, knowing knowing that your wife and you put this together, I can just imagine the smells. I can just imagine the taste. Mm. Oh man, look, keep keep going, keep on this route. You're gonna have a permanent subscriber for life. That's gonna be. You know, every other day, nice. and every, I have no problem promoting it because it's good stuff. It's the, it's the right things that need to be put out there, and for for it to be picking up and growing, man, look, you're already successful, and just like you said, you're not done. You're about to change the lives of so many people. You have that in you. Uh, that excites you're me. Awesome. That excites me the yeah, most. You're about. I'm serious. You're about to make a huge 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 impact into the world i'm like for all the areas that it's touching and i promise you the second that i see it see it on the shelves here and i've already told us i've already posted posted the link into a couple groups they're like oh man they he has pizzas ovens and buns i'm like yes so there's no excuse to not get anything in this realm that's actually keto that's good for you they're like i didn't even know that you could make pastas or make buns i'm like boom here's your proof We found the way. Well, that's you know, you 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 talked about how these other companies come on board and and you know sometimes they're not keto. Um and, and the one thing we eat our own food. I, I eat my own food on a regular yep. basis. Um I feed it to my mm-hmm. children. So I, I don't we're not gonna put anything in there that we can't pronounce. Yes, sir. <laughs> there there's no strange mm-hmm. ingredients. We freeze them on purpose because we don't want to put any preservatives in there. So we freeze mm-hmm. them so they're made just like my wife makes them at home and we instantly freeze them. Um, so they're going to taste just the way my, my, my wife makes them. Um, and they're, they're actual, the keto fits your macros. Awesome. So there's some stuff out there that's keto friendly, right? A keto friendly yeah. pizza, but there's nothing in it. There's no substance to it. You got to eat the whole pizza to be full. And when you eat the whole pizza, it's only 20 grams of fat um, and, and you know, a few hundred mm-hmm. calories um and and 20 carbs well with ours two slices is is 480 calories 30 40 grams of fat our entrees are 50 grams of fat almost for the entire entree so 
it's not just that it's keto yeah. friendly. It actually fits your keto macros. See, you, you can have a meal, half a meal and be done for the day. You're not going to eat anything else for the rest of the day. I can promise you that. Um, because you're getting that much fat and that many calories in one of our meals or in a couple of slices of our pizza. Oh, wow. That's awesome, man. So it's right. It's not just keto friendly. And I was, and I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. You talk about, you tell your friends, read the labels. It is so important yes. to read the labels yes. because yes. so the, the, the word keto is technically not allowed to be used on packaging. Okay in the US. You're not allowed the word keto. So when you see things that have the word keto, mm -hmm. they're actually breaking the rules. Um, and they can get away with it because they're not, there's no pre-approval body for things that are non-meat items. So if you're a meat okay. item, you have to get USDA approval on your right. labeling. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So if you're not a meat item, you don't need USDA approval. And then there's no pre-approval for your packaging, but you're supposed to follow the rules. But because there's so many brands and there's so many new products coming to the market, they just don't have the capacity to audit everybody and go after everybody. So it's kind of like, you know, close their eyes and all of these products come on the market that say they're yeah. keto. And when you look at the ingredient list, how can cornstarch oh, yeah. um, be keto, right? How, how can, you know, uh, enriched wheat flour mm -hmm. be keto? You see some of these things, their first ingredient is wheat yeah. flour, and they're claiming zero grams of carbs. Yeah. I'm like, well, how, how, can, how can that be possible, yeah. right? Um, because there's no, they're, they're not, pre-approving these labels so it's very important but us coming from canada we have to get everything pre-approved before we come into the u.s because we're crossing borders okay so now they're going to check our products and they're going to make sure that well yeah you're what you're saying is accurate your label is pre-approved so our brand on the shelf in the u.s is not going to say the keto oven on it it's going to say tko oven okay because we cannot use the word keto on the packaging. But when you turn around, you look at the ingredients, you're going to see that they're completely keto and, 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 and follow everything that the keto diet should awesome. be. Awesome. Thank you for that. Thank you for clarifying that, breaking that all down. Because honestly, to tell you the truth, that's something I didn't know. And that's something that, that, that now... Well, mo most people don't. And I didn't know it until I ran yeah. into it when we tried to submit for approval. And the, the answer was, no, keto is a medical term. You can't use the word keto. Oh, you got hundreds of brands that are using the word keto. What do you mean? Um, and, the, well, that's that's what we learned. Yeah. So most people don't know it. So read the label. It's so yes. important to read the label. Read the ingredients. And don't just rely on the, on the facts table as well. Uh, Look at the actual ingredients. Make sure that they're clean. Make sure it's something, you know, that you would want to put in your body. Because a lot of these people... Are, are simply entrepreneurs yeah. and they're after capitalizing on a market. Yeah, you're right. Then you have some that are not. They're doing it for the greater good, such as us. Um, you know, there's a lot of heckle bar out there. They're doing a fantastic job. Their product is clean. The owner is keto. He's been keto for 25 nice. years. Um, right. Killer creamery ice cream. They're doing a, a heck of a good job. 
um, in their products and they care. They're not just in it for the money. So that's where the difference comes in with these good for you brands versus, you know, someone or, or a company who's just capitalizing on the market. Awesome. See, I'm writing down that killer cranberry because I'm going to definitely. <laughs> oh, oh, man, so delicious, their ice cream. Uh, absolutely. Have phenomenal. you had Rebel Creamery? I, I have. I've had Rebel ice cream as well. Very yes. good. Okay, so. Very Can good. It's going to be on the list on the, to try that one. I wrote. And they deliver. They do home delivery oh, as well. Amazing. Amazing. I'm definitely trying that out. So, okay. So, but thank you for that because one. And a lot of times they don't know what to look for. They just say, okay, well, if it doesn't say sugar. But I'm like, well, you got to look at it. Mm. Sucralose, corn syrup, maltodrexin, mm-hmm. you know, all these things equate to sugar. Whey, corn, corn isolate, and all that other type of things that they just kind of, that they'll mm-hmm. trick it. it yeah, they'll trick, it they'll tr- they'll trick yeah. you with the names. So I just tell them, break it down, read everything. I'm like, if you can't really, I'm like, if it gets to a point to where you have to take take a college course on medical terminology or all this stuff to break it down, don't don't, don't, <laughs> don't even try it. to bother eating it. You know, and that's don't eat it, don't eat it. And that's it, one yeah. thing that, <clears throat> excuse me, and that's one thing that I looked at when um when we were looking at how can we make like some keto sweets. Like we had, we we started off making our own like smoothies with strawberries. Um, heavy, heavy whipped mm-hmm. cream. Well, strawberries, blueberries, because they, you know, the blue, the berries are what they recommend usually. Very good. Yeah. So we did that yeah. with the strawberries, blueberries, heavy whipping cream, a little stevia, and some water to keep it from being, you know, a paste. And that was our go-to. And then we found Rebel, and we, you know, pretty much tried all the flavors within a period of six months. And they just keep on reeling us in because they got like seven new flavors now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but so you you're lucky. We don't have any keto ice cream in Canada. Really, we don't we don't have any. We looked into it. Uh, we we thought about starting or bring it on. We still might uh, in the future, but we don't have any keto ice cream in Canada. So we we have to make our own. See, um, yeah, and you guys have a lot of brands to choose from, see, now, honestly, which is honestly, awesome. To say the truth, I just stick with Rebel because I because. Yeah. Enlightened tried to say that they had something that was keto, looking at the ingredients. Uh-uh. And and the mm. other one was a mammoth. Mammoth ice cream. I haven't heard of them. No, I haven't heard of they're them. They're actually their their stuff is pretty good. I had it a couple times. The first time I guess the freezer that they had it stored in wasn't a really good freezer, so it was horrible. But I was like, you know what? Let me just mm. just try one more time to see. Maybe that one was a fluke. And it was. But and and it tasted really Really, really good, and a lot of the bakeries. There's about three different uh, organizations down here in Texas that are keto bakeries. To where one of them they'll mm, make keto cupcakes, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and all this other stuff like that. So I'm kind of leery, but at the same time, interested. But uh, hello, here's the here's the problem with with those. Um, and, and we have them as well, and they're great. And some of them are our customers that actually sell our products. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're great for, for a fix. But the, the problem is you, you, it's the sweets and the junk that got us into uh-huh. trouble in the first place, mm-hmm. right? So now you're going to still continue to eat cupcakes or eat these, 
you know, pork rinds are another example. I, I love pork yes. rinds, but they're not quite the same satisfying and they still promote hunger. Right. Snacking promotes hunger, right? So, and then when you're eating these, um, you know, stevia or monk fruit or allulose, um, your body still thinks it's sugar. Your brain still thinks mm-hmm. it's sugar. And you're not getting quite satisfied the same way. Um, then you, you end up eating more of it. And you're not going to get the results that if you just eliminated it altogether. And I find that, you know, I eat twice a day, sometimes once a day, but usually twice because I love right, eating, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, I can eat once a day and be fine. I, I can fast for 24. I've done a, I've done a couple of 72 hour fasts um, and, and, and it's fine. I can do them, but I love eating. So I choose to eat twice a day. Yeah. And when you eat a cupcake or, or one of these, you know, from the bakery, you're still looking at five or six carbs for that yeah, cupcake yeah. that you're giving up. And if you only have 20 for the day when you're on keto, well, you're giving a lot of them up in a cupcake. Yeah. Um, and you're probably not just going to eat one. You're, you might eat a second one because they're so freaking yeah. good. Um, so you end up going in for a second one. So now you're at 10 or 12 carbs for the day off of, off of you know, two cupcakes. Once in a while as a treat or to indulge um, is great. But when if you have them on, in your pantry or in your fridge and you're doing them on a regular basis, I don't recommend it. I don't think it's a good idea because it's just going to promote that hunger yeah. and, and you won't be satisfied. You're using your thoughts to regress um, back to those th- bad habits again. Yeah, exactly. It's a habit that you're just going to get right back into again because then you're going to think, well, what if I just had a little piece of a of a of a oh Henry bar mm-hmm. or, or a crispy crunch or whatever it is. And then you, oh, I was able to do one. Now now tomorrow I can have two. It's kind of like smoking. I don't know if you ever smoked, but I used to smoke. Um, and I, and I quit on multiple occasions. I haven't had a cigarette now in, in a very long time in awesome. years. Um, but you know, until I got to that ultimate point of quitting, you, you quit for a year or six months or nine months. And then you, you have one or a couple of puffs and then you're like, Oh, I did it a couple of weeks later. Well, I can, I can have another puff. I was strong enough. And then you have one and that time between puffs becomes shorter and shorter and shorter until you're having one a day and then buying packs again. So it's kind of the same thing, I think, with the snacking or with eating these foods, these, these cupcakes that are, you know, they're keto friendly, but um, they lead to, uh, you know, those bad habits again. And we have to be very careful when we do awesome, it. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, man. Um, you taking me back to class. You taking me back to class. I'm loving that. Me? Loving yeah, that. that's awesome. So where do you, okay. I'm serious, with all this information uh, and the way that you want to impact the world and how you're about to just, I'm serious, the work that you're about to do to help so many people is, is going to be astronomical. What is your vision for um, your, your consumer base, your, your followers? What is your vision as far as promoting healthy lifestyles and with your products and services? I just want to help as many people as I can, Daniel. It's just, I know what it's like to be 400 pounds out of shape. Um, Not miserable all the time because I'm a pretty positive guy. I've always been, I've always been optimistic. I've always, you know, been a kind of happy go lucky person, but um, 
not you know now it's just different i'm I'm focused yeah. and i have mental clarity and um i i you know i'm trying to be the best father i can trying to be the best husband i can be trying to be the best son and brother and and, and friend that i can be to everybody um and you know you can really do that when you're when you're healthy um and it just makes it easier and i just want to inspire as many people as possible and one of my whys for building the keto oven is not to build this large global brand so I can make lots of money off of it. it, it don't get me wrong. The money is a great yeah. thing when it comes in, <laughs> I understand. right? Yes, um, you know, I, it's great. But I'm not a money-centered person. And it's not about the money. It is, it's more about helping people see the light and know that you can be healthy and feel good and help as many people as possible. Our, our website, we're working on it now is not just about selling products. We have a recipe club that we're, we're, we've put on there. We've just launched it. Um, and we're, we're taking recipes from, you know, the internet, we're scouring the internet, we're getting really good keto recipes. We're, we're putting them on there. Uh, that are that are nice and clean. Um, we're going to have an education piece. I'm going to write a blog uh, once a month that's going to help to educate people. Uh, I just want to I just want to go up to every person in the street that is either overweight or doesn't look healthy and introduce them to the keto lifestyle. But you you can't be so blunt and just walk up to you know an overweight person in the street. But I really want to because I can identify yeah. with them. I can go up to them and and, and say you know. My wife tells me sometimes, hey, you got to be a little bit more careful with your words because I'll, I'll say fat. Yeah. And she says, oh, you got to be careful. You got to be a little bit more sensitive. I said, well, why? It's fat. Yeah. Fat is fat. I'm not using it to be derogatory to say you're fat because you're not fat. You have a lot of fat on right. you, right? To be right. correct. You're overweight. You're obese. You're not fat. Um, but I was once, I still am overweight. I was morbidly obese and I feel that I can identify with those people and I'm not now I'm not, you know, rocking a six pack and going to the Olympics. Right. So I think people can still identify with me because I'm, I'm not that extreme that I've gone the other way um, because I have other priorities. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. So part of my, part of my reason for building the, the keto oven is to tell, to, to preach the word of keto to tell people that they can, and there is a better choice out there for them and to make it easier for them. But on the flip side is I want to help entrepreneurs and founders um, and all, all people to, to build, um, you know, that it's possible that you can build this. I have no background in food manufacturing. I have no background in, in, I have no idea what I'm doing when I'm doing the keto yeah. oven. I literally have no clue. I'm learning every day as I go along. And there's so many challenges and there's so many moving parts. And I'm just learning on a daily basis. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I want to tell people and preach to people that you can do it. Just do it. Just say yes and just do it. Um, and yeah. then with, with the healthy lifestyle, I just, you don't need to be on drugs. You don't need to be on statins. You don't need to be on all this crap. You don't need to be depressed and negative and Hey, do I get depressed? Yeah, of yeah. course. If I stay home, I get depressed. That's my depression. Yeah. Um, but it's so easy to just snap out yeah. of it. It really is. Uh, listen to Wim Hof. 
and do some Wim Hof breathing. Um, you know, when you when you called me a little bit early this morning before we got on the podcast, and I was out, you know, going for a for a stroll, and I'm trying to jog and walk, and and I'm listening to Wim Hof, and it's freezing cold in Toronto right now. I'm out there with a toque and a hat and a winter jacket <laughs> yeah. and double layers of clothes, and and I'm moving, and every person that I passed on the path had a smile from ear to ear, because you know those are the healthy people, those are the people that that are just taking life and saying, let's do this. Cause you only get one chance. You only get one chance at living. Um, and I just want to preach to that as much of that as possible, because it's so much more fun to live this way than it is to live an overweight, um, blah, sit on the couch, eat chips. Um, you know, that's, that's not really that yeah, fun. It's- um, it, it's, you know, and it's, and you think it's easier and people say, well, it's easier to, to sit on the couch and eat the chips and watch a movie than it is to get up and go for a walk. But really it's not, it's really, it's, it's a lot easier to get up and go for that walk. It's harder in the beginning for the first 30 seconds to put on your clothes and get out there. But once you start moving, Oh man, the, the entire day opens right up and you eat yeah, better. You, 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 you eat much better. You fast for longer. I find I can fast on days that I exercise in the morning than on days that I don't. I don't know about you. Um, That's it. But I can go yeah, longer. As long as, on I, those as, long as I'm mobile, I'm good because I'm really not even thinking about it. I'm just going, 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 going. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're completely right. Yeah, so I just, you know, I, we, we found something, Daniel. We found something in this lifestyle. And I, I think we just have to share it with everybody. But we got to be yes, careful. Of course. Of course. Um, you know, we got to be careful. Um, and how we do it, because, you know, we were once there. And, and when I see people eating incorrectly or badly, when I first started keto, I would judge them. And, and I don't like judging people. I think judgment is evil. Uh, and you don't know where people are coming from in their life. And you don't know, um, you know, you just don't know. So it's you should never judge anybody. And I found myself judging people in my first nine months of doing keto. Because I think, oh, my God, what are you doing? That's so bad for you. Um, and, and I would come to all kinds of conclusions. And then I realized, shit, Mike, that was you. Yeah, not too long ago. Nine months yeah. ago. That was you not too long ago, right? So d- don't do that. Um, and then the it's the identity piece as well. I don't know if you ever go through a McDonald's drive-thru to get a, or a Wendy's drive-thru um, and get a burger with no bun. But I do it because I'm out. And then sometimes, you know, you, you have no choice. Yeah. Um I I almost want to scream out the window to the people around me saying, I'm not getting the bun or the fries or the drink. I'm just getting a burger with no bun. It's almost like it's my identity. <laughs> yeah. that Hey, I'm not getting the stuff that are bad for you. I'm still eating healthy. Um, it's, yeah. See, it's, see funny. I get, it's funny what ends up happening I, I got to picked, us. I, I get picked on a lot because <laughs> You know, at work, they're, they're, they're just getting, you know, whatever's quick or they're ordering food and bringing it back. And then all of a sudden they're like, Daniel, are you, are you eating today? I'm like, uh, no, I'm good. I got my coffee right here. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. And they're like, they just look like, dang, you're just, you're just so weird. You're just, I'm like, what, what, like, you, he, he's not eating again. I'm like, it's, it's okay, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. They're like, you're just going to starve yourself. I'm like, y'all know this is me. I said, this, is, this has been yeah. every it's, single day. I said, if y'all want to jump yeah. on this train, I can show you how. And then, you know, 
there's been a couple of folks outside of that who kind of come to me away from everybody and be like, hey, how do I, you know, can you, can you, can you yeah. break it down for me? I said, no problem. No problem. I said, well, I said, what is your, the first thing I say is, what is your goal? Why do you want to do it? So that mm-hmm. we want that, mm-hmm. let's right. establish that why. Because yeah. that's exactly what I'm going to keep on Very pushing important. you with when, when, you, when the times get tough. You know, when, when that when that uh, craving or when that peer, peer pressure comes around, because it does, you know, establishing that why. And I got a good couple of folks at my job who are really starting to kind of turn it around. They're kind of, they, you know, they, they kind of want to do it low key because they worried about in some instances what everybody else is going to say. Yeah, yeah, we have to not worry yeah. about that. But isn't it funny how you're the weird yeah. one? <laughs> isn't yeah. it amazing how you we've become the weird yeah. ones? We're not gorging and stuffing our faces or eating pop tarts for breakfast and 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 eating chicken fingers and French fries, and we've become the yeah. weird ones. That that weird salad tray or that weird tray with the broccoli <laughs> and the carrots and everything, we're the only we're yeah. the only ones standing over there picking off of that and putting it on our plates. And everybody's looking at us like... We're the weird ones. What would our ancestors think about no, that? No, you're right. You're right. Right? What would they think about mm-hmm. that? You know, And then when people say, you know, it's not, no, you're supposed to eat five times a day. And you're, where in the world, other than North America, can, we, can you really eat five times a like, day? Like, seriously... Right. Other than some European countries that might be, you know, where else in the world? Where in the world did they eat the crap that you guys are eating or that we're eating as a society? Yeah. If we look back at our ancestors, you know, two, three generations yeah. ago, they never had diabetes. Right. They they never died of the they died of infectious diseases. Mm-hmm. They died because they killed each other in the in the tribes. That's why they they died young because they didn't have medicine like we do. We have modern medicine. Right. That's why they died. We're living longer because we have the modern medicine. But if we didn't, we'd be dying much younger. Yeah, you're right. And we're dying of diabetes. We're dying of obesity. We're dying of all these. They never knew what these what they and what did they eat? They rendered the animal fat for their oil. Mm-hmm. They, they never had vegetable oil or canola no. oil. They had to render the animal fat. How often did they eat? Right. They, they, you know, some tribes ate once a week if they were lucky. They'd go out and hunt and bring back, and they'd eat a large feast. They would gather, and they would light bonfires and dance and sing and, and, and give thanks to the, to the gods. Yeah. And they'd have, you know, the one feast. And these were warriors. Yeah. They weren't sitting around eating chips. They were warriors that were out there hunting for food. They'd be a week without food, but yet they're out there hunting for yeah. food. How is that possible? Because that's what our bodies are supposed yeah. to do. We're not supposed to eat five times a day, every day, and eat this crap. Yeah. And now we've become the weird yeah. ones. It's so amazing. So, so funny, but not funny. It's Sad. only because the, the, the behavior has been normalized, you know, yeah, you know, first it was oh okay, just a little bit of this and everything in moderation, and then yeah, it became well you can get this and that's the one thing I said before. Um, if you look, if you look at it, you can get something off the dollar menu at McDonald's or pretty much every fast food joint has a dollar menu. Something that you can get cheap. You know, it's not healthy for you. 
Mm-hmm. And, and and I've said that mm-hmm. before. And I, I said, you know that's not good for you. Like, yeah, but it's it's the cheapest thing on the menu. That's a buck or a buck twenty five or whatever you want to look at it in American dollars. And then the same salad, and I'll just throw a McDonald's out there. It the, the salad mm-hmm. is like seven dollars. Crazy. The, I heard that McDonald's is not serving salads anymore and they might cut them off their menu. Are meals, you serious? Off their menu See, for good. Because yeah. because they, they realize yeah, they're I not do. going yeah. they realize they're not gonna go anywhere on a healthy market. They're 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 Bread yeah. and butter, no pun intended, is right there where the cheap <laughs> meals are. Yeah, and it's and it's sad. And and if we look at the current state, and I'm not going to get into you know uh, COVID conspiracies or, or what's happening or, or or you know where the money is yeah. going, but we need to educate society and we need to educate the people to eat better and be healthier because if you're better and you're healthier and you're eating right your chances of getting seriously ill with any disease not just with not just with covid but with any disease um are a lot slimmer you're going to be healthier and if you do get something you're going to fight it off a lot yeah you're right right so they're printing trillions of dollars to um Right. Mm-hmm. In, in, in your stimulus package. And we have it here as well. And OK, the people need it. I'm not you know, right. But if we didn't shut down the entire economy um, and we taught people how to be healthier and we need to learn from yeah. this. Yeah. Right. Um, we need to learn from this. And I know it's not going to be a quick fix overnight. Reopen the economy, teach people how to be healthier and COVID will go away. No, it doesn't happen that quickly. But this needs to teach us a couple of things. One, that the money is there, the resources yeah. are there. They just printed how many trillions of dollars to, for the stimulus package, yeah. right? Um, and, and globally, yeah. right? Um, two, we need to educate because we need to be a healthier society moving forward. Because if you're ill and you're sick and you have pre-existing conditions and you get COVID or any viral disease or any disease, you're not going to do right. so well. So let's make our, our society healthier by teaching them how to make healthier choices. And why don't we subsidize healthier foods? Thank you. Right? Let's subsidize those healthy yeah. choices. So the dollar menu can include healthy foods, can include a yeah. salad, can include a, a healthy piece of meat or some good fats, an avocado. Yeah. Oh my gosh. An avocado is $2 for an avocado. Yeah. You go to the grocery store and it's 2 bucks. For an avocado, mm-hmm. you can go to the dollar menu and, and, and feed your entire family for five yeah. bucks or six yeah. bucks. What choice are you going to make? You're not going to buy the avocado. No. So the subsidies are in the wrong yeah. place, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, unfortunately. And I'm like, this is, and you're completely right. And I, I'll say, I'll say this as well. When the shutdown happened in the United States, uh, I think it was late March, early April. I think it was early April. The shutdown happened. Of course, it came worldwide mm-hmm. that all the toilet paper was gone, all the cleaning supplies, <laughs> and all that other stuff were gone. Yeah. And um, people who have never really wiped their butt before, I guess, decided that now is the time. <laughs> I guess we can call them ass wipes for real. Never mind. I'll just move on. But um, yeah. <laughs> and I, we came into the store. A lot of the things that were normally there, like the snack cow, the sodas owl, empty. Empty. But guess what? Empty. But guess oh my! But yeah. guess what was not touched? Vegetables, the produce section. 
Wow. I looked at my wife. I said, you know what? Wow. I said, there's all this cabbage here. There's Brussels sprouts. There's fresh cauliflower. There's fresh broccoli. <laughs> Nobody wants Nobody. it. Nobody like, wants what? it. Did I miss something here? I'm like, you can go down the cookie house. Almost all the cookies are gone. Peanuts are gone. Popcorn, soda, water we can understand and all that other stuff like that. But all the bad food was just gone. Yeah, all the good food, like well, the good cheeses, sour cream, yeah, carrot yeah, dough butter, and all, just the, in full. They had to reduce a lot of the stuff down because nobody was touching it for weeks. And I looked at my wife and I was like, uh, we can go ahead and get our meat. No problem. Because one, <laughs> we're on keto. We're no not going to sit up yeah. here and eat a lot of it anyway. Limit one. Perfectly. That's fine with me. We can make this stretch. And we got vegetables galore. I'm talking about we had about four or five heads of cabbage, some broccoli that we just, I'm serious. We were, I'm like, this, if people don't realize this, I was like, this is the area where you need to shop. And how yeah. and how American grocery stores are set up, the entire outside uh, perimeter literally has everything you need, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Everything that's in. You go in the middle for some, for some peanut butter. I go in the middle aisle for some peanut butter, maybe some yeah. tuna cans of tuna but other than that you're staying mostly on the outside or coffee yeah. uh but other than that you're staying on the outside it's got everything you need you're 100 percent correct and i'm like and it, it's, it's strategic it, it, you know i'll go through the aisle grab me some almond flour grab me some stevia you know out, out, mm-hmm, outside mm-hmm. of that okay head right back on outside this border get everything we need hit up the yeah. frozen section for some frozen veggies and we're good you know what I find myself doing is walking up and down those middle aisles, just looking yes. and to see what's exciting yes. because they make it look so exciting, right? And and it just catches you. Now I you know I hold myself. I don't buy anything most of the uh-huh. time. Um, I don't I don't get anything. And and you know before I would have loaded up the shopping cart with the middle aisles, but. When was the last time you saw an advertisement, an exciting advertisement for cauliflower or broccoli? Well, you, never do. You, you, don't you don't see it. You don't, but you see the exciting ads for chips and chocolate and all this crap all the time. So when you're sitting, not being active because you're at home watching TV, you see those exciting ads. When you go to the grocery store, that's what yeah, you buy. It gets you. It's- but if we just turn off the TV and we get outside and we get exercise and we get out with nature and we put our feet to the ground and we breathe the air, that when you go to the grocery store, you're not going up and down those middle aisles. You're staying to the outside. You feel yep. better and, and you get that outside stuff. It's when you're not feeling good. You, you go and you start getting those things. It's kind of you know harmonious, yep. right? What you What you eat is what you are, but what you are is what you yep. eat. And that you know they work hand in hand. And that's why they call it comfort food. It's not saying that it's healthy for you. Yeah, exactly. It's just there. It's just there to pacify. You get the endorphins from from having the chocolate because it gives you that feel good feeling. Mm -hmm. And then it comes and it goes. Right, rises and falls like the tide with the sugar. Rises and falls. And that's why the exercise I mentioned I mentioned earlier. The exercise that I did with my coach early in the beginning was about how you look at food yeah because you say it there it's about comfort food well change that mentality of the of the chips or the junk being the comfort food and make the vegetable the comfort yeah. food 
right? Figure out a dish that becomes comfort food for you with that vegetable and make that vegetable the comfort yeah. food. Or, or don't even make food the comfort. Make yoga the comfort. Like, change the way you look at food. And, and that's the issue that we have is that we look at food and, oh, it's my comfort food. It makes me happy. Find happiness somewhere else. Find happiness with your loved ones. Find happiness in your job. Find happiness doing some. Don't look for food to to food to to give you happiness. Um, and if you are a foodie, then if you cut out the sugar, you load up on the fats, and you get to eat Parmesan cheese and heavy whipping cream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of flavor. Our pasta, our chicken fettuccine, chicken Alfredo. Daniel, when you try it, you are just going to be bursting full of flavor and you're going to be oh, singing <laughs> to the heavens because there's so much good flavor yeah, yeah. and it all comes from fats. It's butter, it's cream, oh. it's Parmesan cheese, it's garlic, and it's just mind-blowing how amazing it tastes and there's no I'm sugar. so excited, like the smile on my face is just, it's just, <laughs> it's, just, it's, just it's like from ear to ear. Man, that's amazing. See now, you said something that was key. Finding happiness. And honestly, to tell you the truth, Mike, if it's okay with you, I'd like to have you back so that way we can talk about that realm because I feel like there's just so much in there to unpack because that, go I'd love because that goes into the mental state, that goes into the emotional state. Yeah. You know, we can talk about the cultural differences, you know, country-wise. And then, because I, mm -hmm. I did talk about it with, uh, in a previous episode with African-American Uh, diet and keto <clears throat> but it goes so much more deeper than that because you hear on so much with the TV programming you know you see the ads every commercial break what does it talk about Popeyes Sub Subway talk, it, mm -hmm. it puts, it, puts mm -hmm. it in your frame Cocoa Puffs Oreo it, it's programming mm -hmm. to where the kids are seeing it so much like ooh now I want it it's going to taste so good and then I yeah. ask the kids have y'all had it before yeah. like no but it's been on TV <laughs> it looks, it good, looks good, right? right? It looks the good. People, it looks the people good. there are eating it. They're happy. They're, jump, they're jumping around. Yeah, they're happy. No nutritional yeah, value. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. None. The people on TV that are eating it are happy. Yeah. You know, the, we're, so we're in, a, we're in a lockdown here in Toronto. Okay. Um, all non-essential businesses are closed. Um, and essential businesses are open. Uh, restaurants are shut down. They can only do takeout oh, wow. and delivery, um, right? And and so, you know, you're doing delivery with a delivery service. You're paying 30% to that delivery service. What's the point of even staying open? Um, it's just it's just crazy. And it's, it's amazing. It's crazy. And it's not just in Toronto and Ontario. It's everywhere. What they define as essential and what's not essential. My local gym is closed where the healthy people go and exercise and work out. But you go to the Krispy Kreme and there's a lineup around the corner. Yeah. Yep. How does that make sense? How, how does it make sense that you can go to Krispy Kreme and get a couple dozen of donuts and stand in line with, with you want to get Corona? <laughs> go stand in the line at Krispy yeah. Kreme and no knocking against Krispy Kreme, yeah. right? I'm not, they're not spreading it, but But I can't go to the gym yeah, and be with other healthy people and, and limit the amount of people that are in there. That's fine. Follow COVID protocols, wipe things mm -hmm. down, which they are, 
do, you know, wear a mask when you're going through, you know, there's no, there's no more saunas and, and steam rooms. And I'm fine with all of that, but the gym is closed. Okay. We'll head outside, but it's freaking cold yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really cold out there. So it, it's just amazing at what the politicians yeah. are telling us what is essential and what is not essential, right? Yeah. The, the little ma and pa bookstore is not essential, but I can go to Costco and buy that same book. Yep. yep. Really? Oh, Texas, really? Texas right. is horrible. Oh. oh my gosh. Texas. It's sad. It's and that's another that's another that's a rabbit hole that we can go down for a very oh, yeah. long time. Oh yeah. Um, but it's just it's just amazing to see that people are lined up outside this Krispy Kreme. They're not out, they're not being active. You're stuck at home. Um, you, you're not, you know, exercising and we're getting, we're getting bigger, yeah. we're getting bigger, yes. um, and we're getting unhealthier and, um, it's not good. It's not a good place that we're going. We need, we need to really, and, and part of what I want to do is just reach as many people as possible. What you're doing is absolutely amazing with your podcast, you. reach as many people as possible. Um, spread the good news, yes, right? Sir. We, we have to, we, we found the light. Yeah. Let's share it with as many people as we can. It's a, I'm and, and, and it's just the simple things. And when people start to realize the adjustment is not something that your body may feel like it's extreme because your body's having to fix itself. But when you get back to brass tacks, mm-hmm. it's just the simple stuff. That's all it is. It's, it's simple. the simple stuff it's to where it, change, it comes. It starts off as a routine, as a ritual, but then eventually it turns into your lifestyle to where you don't even think about it. You just do it. And you feel good every single yeah. day. And goodness, I'm serious. I, I'd be, I'd be horrible if I would have kept it to myself, you know. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. How can you have the secret like this and not share it with yeah. people? It's amazing. And you know, some people, not everybody needs to start a podcast that that you're you're doing. Not everybody needs to start a company that I'm doing. Um, you know, there are people that do it, and they they just you know they're they're doing it. They're feeling the effects of it, and hopefully they inspire a couple of people that are in their close circle and move along. But what you're doing is, is absolutely amazing. I really commend you for Thank it. You. Um, keep up the, uh, the amazing work. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Dr. Jason Fung before. I just want to, one more thing, uh, so many different quotes, but Dr. Jason Fung, he's from Toronto and uh, he's an obesity doctor. Okay. He wrote the book called the obesity code. Um, and he very well spoken. Okay. Um, he said something that stuck with me and, and, and two things that really stuck with me. One, he says, you want to lose weight? Don't eat. <laughs> Simple, Simple as that. that yeah. <laughs> you want to lose weight? Just don't eat. If you don't eat, you're going to lose yeah. weight. Right. Um, number two, he said, there's a huge market for all these anti-inflammatory drugs and anti-inflammatory type foods that, you know, uh, the, the, the big pharma is pushing, uh, the, the, the medical, the, the, the natural health world is pushing, and food companies are pushing, and everyone's pushing something on you, right? So you have all these anti- – the best anti-inflammatory out there, do you know what it is? What is that? Don't eat foods that cause inflammation. <laughs> yeah. Simple. It's a simple thing. It's yeah. simple. It's so simple. Just don't eat the foods that cause you inflammation. Right. Like, come on. It's- right. 
It's like it's it's yeah. it's plain as simple. This I'm like very the concept is is like night and day. You don't want to have inflammation. Well, don't eat those foods. You don't want to. You want to lose. Don't eat the foods that cause you inflammation. You don't want. You don't want to gain weight. Well, stop eating. Just don't eat. <laughs> it's just. And then I think of you know the ads during Super Bowl or some major sporting event for Pepto Bismol, right? Yeah. You, you you can't have a more captive audience than a Super Bowl game for for a Pepto Bismol. Yeah, because they know for a fact that you're putting nothing in your body healthy, so <laughs> they're, yeah. they're right on you top need of what, what what's going to what's going to try yeah. to calm the ale. The ailment, see, it's all. See, we we can go down a whole nother. Like I said, like you said, we can go down a whole nother rabbit hole. With all of that, with all of that, and I say, wow, wow, okay. It's just, it's wow. You know, one one more thing, so I keep remembering yeah. things. Um, I I told you I haven't had sciatica and I haven't had back pain since I started keto. Um, I haven't gotten ill. I haven't gotten sick um, since I started keto. Awesome. Not, I have not gotten sick. Um, people around me get sick. The kids get sick. Friends and everybody gets sick. I don't get sick. I haven't had heartburn Ooh. unless I cheat. Okay. And I've had a couple of cheats. Don't get me right. wrong. I have not had any heartburn. And I used to have chronic heartburn. I used to take Nexium because of my heartburn. Okay. And sometimes that wasn't even enough. I had to have Rolaids or Tums. And you always, I always blamed it on, you know, coffee or fat or, or red wine or or you blamed it on so many you know different things once i went keto increased my fats increased my proteins cut out my sugar cut out my carbs i have not had any heartburn See now, gone that that is a testament to your body healing itself exactly you know i was i was 100 percent. i was the same way i had migraines like I could schedule them dang, pretty much when it came down to it. And, and usually if I mess up and have a cheat day, next morning I'm having a migraine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Instantly. My wife looked at me. She was like, yep, you can't do that. She says, that's exactly what's been causing you. The issues that you were having was, was that. And there's your validation. There's your proof. So it's just like you say, lifestyle change, mentality change, sticking to your why. If you come off of it, go back on it, stay stay true to it, and in turn help to help improve the lives of those around you. Yeah. So yeah, so important. Share it with people. And you're not gonna be, I tell people, keto is my home. Sometimes I go on a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> Sometimes I go on a yeah. vacation. It, it's just it's it's life, um, but you can't be on vacation all the time. You can't take a vacation once a week. You can't take a vacation on weekends. The vacation is very limited. Yeah, you're right. It's very limited. It's very calculated. Um, you know, I don't eat cake on birthdays. Somebody's gonna they're gonna peer pressure you mm-hmm. to say, "Come on, man, it's my birthday." You know what? I didn't eat cake. I don't eat cake on my daughter's birthday, and I do it on purpose because when I'm at somebody else's birthday. And they say, come on, man, it's my birthday. You got to have a piece of cake. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, I didn't eat cake at my daughter's birthday. So don't take it personally. Yeah. And they kind of just stop. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Said- this guy, he's he's for real. Yeah. He's not going to do it. Um, and, and it took about a year of going through that cycle of going to everybody's birthday at least once. Mm-hmm. And, then, and and people seeing me in the, in the occasion or the setting a few times and not 
touching mm -hmm. it. I went from be being Big Mike to Keto Mike. Yep. That's my identity. Yeah. Now. Everybody knows me as Keto. So now when I'm at a party, I'm not, people don't expect me to cheat. And if I reach for something that's not Keto, everybody kind of looks at yeah. me. They're like, right? Yeah. Whereas before, nobody said a word. You know, you you eat like crazy, and 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 it was just, you know, come on. But now nobody says a word, um, and and, he, and they look at you weird if you're going to reach for something, which is good because that's become the new identity. But don't fall victim to peer pressure. Um, don't let your friends tell you, "Come on, man, it's my birthday, or it's Saturday night, or um, you know, it's only once." Don't do it. You know yourself. You're doing it for yourself, not for them. You're doing it for your kids if you have kids. Yeah. If you don't have kids, you're doing it. Whatever your why is, your why is bigger than your friend. And if your why is not bigger than your friend, then, well, you need to find another why, right? Yeah. Um, if it's not bigger than that peer pressure, then you're not going to be successful. Um, so don't, don't fall into that and just be strong. Um, know why you're doing it and, and, and move in that direction and be stronger than everybody else. See? And that right there puts the bow. Bow on that package of presents. Enjoy, everybody. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> so serious. You just dropped nothing but jewels the entire time. Like, amazing. Thank you so much for that. Well, awesome. Thank you. Well, Thank you so much. And I'd, I'd love to be back. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, we're, we're definitely going to work that out again. So, uh, while we're wrapping up, do you have any shout outs, any any plugs, any anybody that you want to go ahead and give a good shout out to or just every uh, my wife and kids, of course, for being there and being my strength and being my my rock and without them. Um, and just everybody, everybody around me, everybody who's who who got on keto with me in the in the beginning in the journey. And I think that helps as well as having that. Um, support structure of people around you being keto because it kind of holds you accountable yeah. um, you know uh, to all of the leaders out there uh, the pioneers in the keto community who have really taken this um, mainstream right keto has been around forever yeah. but now it's just become mainstream with people like Dr. Dom and uh, you know Drew Manning, Paul Berg yeah. um, right it's just there's so many people out there, Mark Sisson, um, everybody who's done just amazing. Joe Rogan, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was your podcast with Dr. Dom that got me on this path. So, um, yeah, my, my clients who sort of reintroduced me to it, everybody. Um, and the naysayers, the people who have asked me, have you checked your cholesterol level lately? Yeah. Thank you to you as well. Oh, yeah. Um, really, really big thanks to them, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so how can they uh what's your, uh how can they reach you on social media? So there's two there's there's my uh personal the real keto mike is my uh, my Instagram and then the keto oven is uh Instagram and Facebook. You can follow me there. Our website is the ketooven.com. Um yeah. All right, see guys, everybody listeners, let's make the keto oven a household name. Okay, when the product rolls out, when we start to get it here in the U.S., let's get let's make the keto oven a household name. This is coming from not only, Love it. you know, a person who has seen the benefits of it, but he wants to help everybody be able to live the best that they can, the healthiest they can by giving them something that's going to be flavorful, enjoyable, 
with clean, clean ingredients. So everybody, check out theketooven.com. Check out the keto oven on on Instagram and check out the real keto Mike on Instagram as well. He's he's a man with a purpose. He has his why. He wants to help you establish your why so that way one you can live for your family and your loved ones and yourself. So I just want to thank you. Oh man, like this has been such an amazing experience to be able to talk with you. I I don't want this to be the last time. I, want, I would love to have you back as as much as you would like to. Is is if you if you just awesome. if you just have something that's on your heart that we that you just want to go ahead and bring to the table, by all means, let's let's get it out there. Let's 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 let the world know how we can help them. If my platform could be of any service to you, just let me know. I'm more than willing and more than open. Beautiful. Keep it up and keep up the great work, Daniel. Keep up your your podcast is is doing amazing. Uh, it's reaching lots of people. I'd love to be back on. Uh, love to to share as much as I can. Thank you so much for having me. Not a problem. Not never a problem. I'm just so humble and so honored to have you here. So as always, y'all, y'all can always find me on any, pretty much any podcast realm that you can find: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Spotify. I am I am now on Amazon, and of course, you can find me on uh, Anchor. Um, you can check me out on the Keto 911 Podcast Instagram page. There's also a Keto 911 Podcast Facebook page. I do have a Facebook group for the Keto 911 Podcast. It's, it's in its baby stages. I'm, I'm getting it up there as we go. Um, I also have the YouTube Keto 911 Podcast. I've done a couple of food reviews. Uh, I've gotten busier in my work life, so I haven't been able to really get out there as much as I want to. But the food reviews are coming back, folks. And I just have to throw out my shameless plug. If you would like to donate to the Keto 911 podcast, so that way I can help build up my equipment, build up my platform, and even more so be able to, to, to do more with food reviews, you can also donate to dollar sign Keto 911 podcast through my cash app. So dollar sign Keto 911 podcast if you, if you would like to donate to the cause. So, donate everybody donate he's doing an amazing job and needs your support thank you thank you so much again mike so oh man i just don't want the conversation to end so we're not going to we're <laughs> going to have another round of this coming up i'm serious I, I i'm serious i'm just i'm so excited i can't stop smiling mike thank you thank you thank you awesome. thank you again so much thank you so to my listeners this is the keto 911 podcast this is your boy daniel your keto ent peace out y'all have a great weekend